The Magnus Effect with Magnus Carlson and Magnus Barstad. Welcome to the first episode of The Magnus Effect. I am Magnus Carlson. And I am Magnus Barstad. We, we decided to go with, uh, with the exact same name this time, right? Yes. Yeah, it's not confusing at all when you... <laughs> <laughs> when you uh, handshake with someone, it's like, my name is Magnus. Yeah, my, my name is Magnus too. Um, but it's easier that way, isn't it? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, our first uh, episode ever. And today we are going to be talking about our trip to Vegas. Uh, we are gonna do the first bet ever for this pod. Like this is a sports and betting podcast. So we are going to do some bets. Uh, Magnus, he's gonna, the other Magnus, he's gonna talk a little bit about, uh, uh, the upcoming World Chess Championship. And, uh, at the end, we are gonna have the first of many wagers. It's, um, we'll, we'll introduce that when we get to it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's just start off with part one. Welcome to the pod. The Magnus Effect is brought to you by Unibet. By players for players. So I got here from uh, Madrid, where uh, I did a few sponsor events for Puma, Mastercard, some for Chess24 as well. Um, and uh, the plan was to stay here for uh, one day and then start playing the main event. What happened is uh, the morning after I arrived, uh, a lot of uh, people I knew, they started messaging me saying that I should play the main event that day instead of the next, uh, because there, it would probably be 10-handed the next day, and then you know it would be very, very crowded at the table. And as uh, they said, it would be pretty much like flying coach, and I was thinking, yeah, I'm not too keen on, <laughs> keen on doing that um, after what had been uh, a pretty long travel. Uh, so I decided to play um, um, uh, to play the the very same day. Uh, I have to say, overall, uh, I'm not very proud of my performance in the in the main event. Um, usually, when you play a tournament, I mean, I wouldn't know, but you can think of like a few spots, whereas whereas like oh. Yeah, I made a pretty good decision there. Uh, or, yeah, this could have gone either way, but I thought it through. I'm happy with the line I took and so on. I cannot think of a single time that happened. <laughs> it was just it was just a train wreck. Was it worth it? No, it was, I mean, it was okay. Uh, the trip, uh, we'll talk about the trip later. But, uh, I mean, I, I feel kind of, um, I, it's a kind of a bummer to to play the main event and not do do more. Like a lot of people bust on day one. Do you rather do it the way one of my um, one of my buddies did um, when he uh, um, he had a very nice stack over 100k and he just punted it all off on the first day, uh, bluffing three streets with queen high. They got called with ace high. Uh, and that was just, that, that was, that was brilliant. Um, so I'll, I'll tell you that uh, I had, 
I had a couple of drinks later that night with that guy um, and another one of his his friends who had actually survived day one, uh, but very, with a very short stack. And we 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 went to this horrible, uh, horrible place where they had like these all these different sour beers and yeah, um, basically. Um, the two of us, we just wanted to chug down a couple of beers before um, before going to sleep. This other guy, he had been here for like a month um, and he had a, had a small stack. Uh, he wasn't going to play the next day, but the, the day after it was like, oh, but he, he actually had a, I think he had a master's or a bachelor, I, either one of them uh, in, in brewing. So he, he just, wanted to to show um show us some really uh nice beers that we could we could try uh anyway so we said yeah yeah sure uh let's let's taste this beer uh yeah spoiler alert we chugged chugged it down anyway it was horrible um anyway um this guy uh for all the the mocking we uh, put on him for his sour beers, which were horrible, <laughs> that nobody should drink. That sounds so bad. Yeah, it's it was it was it was. I mean, I understand like if you've studied it and everything. But why study it? Uh I know. But anyway, he was um, uh, he was definitely a very very uh, nice, friendly friendly guy. We uh, we all talked for a little bit. Then yeah, we went home. Uh, and the guy with the short stack, he had a pretty nice day two and three and four and five and six and seven and eight and nine, however many days it lasted, and he won the main event. <laughs> so I guess over, overall, uh, his strategy worked pretty pretty well. And uh, to be fair, I watched a bit. He played uh, amazing and he was a massively uh, deserved winner. So... Yeah, he, he played. He actually played amazing. Yeah, he did play yeah. amazing. Yeah. So that was that was the main event story. Uh, and uh, what can I say? I did horribly, but at least I did get to mock the main event winner, which <laughs> I think was deserved. <laughs> you got the mocking for for uh, sour bears. I don't know. I, I'll guess. I, I guess we'll take it. Uh, but was the, the the bluff you had in the main event just very shortly? Was that the was that the worst bluff you've had in Vegas playing poker? <laughs> no, that's not that's not even close to the worst bluff. So I'll tell you, I I played um I played cash another day at the Bellagio, um, the fairly high stakes game, and it went went well. I had a I had a solid solid win there. Um then there was this um um influencer streamer game, which Kind of went haywire in many many ways, production wise. A couple of people didn't didn't show up, which was uh, unfortunate. But that's something something that uh, can happen uh, economically for me. It went okay. I mean, I just decided that I was going to play really really simple poker, and e- sh- everyone folded every time you did anything, though. Yeah, but <laughs> that, that 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 was okay. Like I didn't have any major 
spots where I may, wanted to get great action. So that, okay. that was that was okay. Like I, people also folded when I didn't want to get action. So, uh, but everyone wants to hear about the worst bluff ever. Yeah, because you might sure. have but yeah, so there was one other session where I just decided uh, to play some, uh, what was it, like 1020 10, yeah. at, at the, ho- the hotel we're staying. Um, so it started out fine. Um, I won a nice spot early on when I, when I caught, a, caught a bluff on, on, on the river. Um, then nothing much happened until I decided to... Um, I mean, there, there was a straddle there, so we were playing 10, 20, 40. Uh, one guy from... Then you're basically pot committed, right? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what happened was that a couple of guys limped. The small blind made it 220. Um, I decided to get a little bit frisky from the, um, from the straddle, uh, and I made it 550. All the guys folded. Um, the guy from the small blind, who was clearly like a good player, which I could see from the from the other other hands he'd played, I just decided I wanted to try and outplay it. I had I had four three of hearts, by the way. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, so he he called. Uh, the flop came 10, 8, 7, a couple of clubs. Um, and uh, he, uh, uh, well, I decided to lead out for 300. He made it 720. And at this point, I thought, ah, okay, I re- kind of want to leave. I'm sick of playing. I've been playing for like one and a half hours at that point. I can leave now. I'll have like a small loss, no worries. Or I could just rip it. <laughs> <laughs> so I ripped it for like 1900 more. <coughs> he didn't even think for one second before calling. The poor, uh, the turn was, was a jet. No, it was a nine. River was like some big card i remember like a king or something anyway i mean i i was not even close to not playing the board um so i just mocked my card and uh, left with um, you basically had the worst hand you can have I, I had the oh no 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 there was a deuce no obviously the river was was a deuce so i had the absolute anti-nuts <laughs> which is also something and that's the last hand you played right yeah, that was the last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I figured the guy probably had jacks or something. I didn't even care. Uh, I was never going to play with any of those guys ever again. <laughs> so yeah, uh, no the the first the first bluff I talked about, I think it was reasonable. Maybe I should have sized up, but this one I didn't even believe in. I just wanted to, <laughs> I just wanted to punt off. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so uh, yeah. Some some uh, bad play, some good play. I guess we'll summarize that. And uh, you should you shouldn't uh, uh, you should you should you shouldn't just shrug off the worst bluff of all time. It's 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 something to uh, to remember definitely. Uh, so we have been now in uh, Las Vegas for two weeks almost. 
just about two weeks. Um, I can say that two weeks in, in Vegas might just be a tad on the heavy side. Yeah, um, I would say the the first week was uh, was great. Um, the was obviously up and down, but we had a lot of fun things. We had the summer league as well, which yeah. is summer league in general. Yeah, was, summer league is great. Summer league is great. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, uh, I mean, two weeks was probably too much to begin with, uh, but especially since I started to feel a bit sick on on Sunday um, yeah. last week, and then. I mean, the last week I haven't been able to to do much uh, at all. I went to Summer League one day when we were invited by by Daryl Morey and the Sixers, which was very nice, uh, but I wasn't feeling great and I had to leave at halftime and I yeah. got even got even worse. On on that note, I have to tell you the story that I refuse to tell you. Okay, nice. Okay. <laughs> I've been I've been waiting. <laughs> so uh uh, the NBA Summer League is something that it's uh, held in Vegas every summer. It's the prospects and the draft picks and people trying to get into the NBA. It's just loads of games um, at the Thomas and Mack Center, and it's it's just a lot of fun. It's uh, it's yeah, it's highly recommended. Yeah, yeah, highly recommended if Very, you're a massive basketball yeah, nerd. If you're a massive basketball nerd, uh, we'll also get 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 into that later. We are both massive basketball nerds, like massive, not American massive, massive basketball nerds. Uh, but at that after halftime at the Philly Philly Heat game, when we were invited by or you were invited by Daryl Morey, uh, Magnus decided to go home because he was feeling properly under the weather. And I decided to stay for the second half. So when Magnus leave, leaves as soon as halftime buzzer goes, you know, we stand up on the floor and we just stand chatting, right? So it's me, Daryl Morey, and uh, Coach Jaeger and, and the other guy who I actually, unfortunately, can't remember the name of, the chess player. Oh, uh, yeah. I, who cares? But he was, he was great to talk to, though. So the, the, sorry about not remembering names. Absolute delight. Anyway, overcomes JJ Redick. NBA player JJ Redick now turned announcer. He is calling the game. So he's calling the game for ESPN. Oh, he mistook you for me, didn't he? <laughs> so the so JJ Redick oh, comes no. over. No. And he just shakes Daryl's hand and he goes, All right, Daryl, great to see you. And then he shakes my hand and, and he goes, JJ. And I go, Magnus, as I do, my name is Magnus. <laughs> and he goes, Yeah, great. I'm a huge fan of you. <laughs> so I'm like, what? <laughs> Our, JJ Redick is a huge fan of me. And he just looks at me like, that seems, yeah, I follow all your stuff. <laughs> You're a great champion. And at that point, I'm realized, oh, Jesus, he's talking about the other Magnus. He is not aware that other Magnus has gone. Uh, I'm, I'm a massive NBA fan, and I really like JJ Redick as a player and as an announcer. So I'm not at my peak game right here. I obviously should have gone with the joke. <laughs> I obviously should have gone with the joke, but it would have got so much better than even I could have, could have imagined. So I say at that point that I'm not you and I'm a different guy and he's very polite and we talk a little bit about sports betting, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he walks off again. We sit down and Daryl says, ah, you, should, you shouldn't have said that was you. Why? Because uh, JJ wants, wanted to invite Magnus on ESPN to commentate the game with him in the second half. 
that could have been you pretending to be you could have been the Magnus Carlsen poster for for the whole second half and I'm like no no practical like absolute golden practical joke went out the window I that's why I said I'm I'm it's a good story but I'm mainly just killing myself wow <laughs> that would have been great. I mean a little bit of quick thinking in that spot, like perform under pressure. Yeah, I, I know. As I said, I'm taking, I'm taking. Just, I don't think anyone could be a harsher, uh, a harsher, harsher critic than I am of myself in in a spot like that. I'm absolutely killing myself over that. Ah, that would have been so great. Because yeah. you know how it goes on the ESPN, and it goes, Magnus Carlsen, world chess champion. <laughs> And it's my bald fat ass sitting there talking about Kenny Lafton Jr. Uh, that was, uh, that was, uh, yeah, uh, it could have been great. Anyway, uh, another thing about, because we, we, we briefly, we briefly went on to, uh, onto the Americans and as uh, maybe most listeners know, we are both Norwegian or at least you're Norwegian, I'm Norwegian as well. Uh, and Norwegians were kind of closed off people, right? Yeah. Yeah. We don't walk up to strangers and just talk to them. Nope. No. Americans do, though. Yeah, they do. They really do. <laughs> they really, really do. And if they hear you have a different, uh, like a different dialect or you speak a different language, they're all over it. Like, where are you from? Uh, <clears throat> so I've I've had a... I've had, I've actually had more encounters with random people the last two weeks than I've had probably the last two years at least. Oh, that's under COVID. Last ten years probably, because they just come up and start talking to you, which I find a bit annoying, but it's okay. Uh, our like our standard answer has been, "Why are you here? We're here to watch the summer league and play some poker, right?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I just have to tell uh, to tell people about two of the Americans that came up to me and started talking and uh, and and uh, I said like oh yeah we're we're here to watch the summer league uh, we've been every day we we love basketball uh <clears throat> so there was this one guy who went yeah basketball that's my favorite sport i'm like okay yeah okay so you like basketball cool we can actually have a conversation then and i was like okay so you know have you been to summer league no is that in vegas yes i live in vegas i didn't know i was like what <laughs> there are posters all over. I don't, I don't live here all year, but I live. Here. Okay, you haven't noticed the summer league being here every year. That's okay. Okay, uh, so I, 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 I understand quickly that this, this might not be, you know, he might not be that into basketball as, as he, as he stated from the start. But I give it another pop. So I'm like, so who's your favorite team? Oh, I'm a huge Miami Heat fan. He's from Miami. He lives part time in Miami, part time in uh, in uh, in Vegas. Huge Miami fan. Been to loads of games. Grew up massive fan. Played basketball all his life. Uh, and then he, the, like, he just tells this, like, he he tells it with such confidence that he's like the biggest basketball fan and he loves the Heat. And then he asks me the following question: Is Dwayne Wade still playing? <laughs> How can you do that? I don't know. Maybe he used to be. Yeah, it's it's hard. That's to, bad. Yeah, but it's not as bad as the next no, one. No, <laughs> the next one is worse. The next one is a lot worse. So when you played the celebrity poker game, uh, a girl came up to me and 
you know, just hello, or started talking in uh, same thing, summer league. Oh, I love basketball. It's my favorite sport of all time. I'm such a basketball fan. It's my go-to sport, blah, blah, blah. All the things. Like, like she sounds like she's a hundred times bigger fan of the NBA than both of us combined, right? Oh, I love basketball. Actually, I started going to San Antonio games in 2016. Like, I loved the Spurs when I lived there. I went to loads of games. So I just went for a safe one. I was like, all right, so you got to watch the great team Duncan at the end then. Who? Huh? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you've been to loads of San Antonio games and you don't know who Tim Duncan is? No, but I moved to Denver quite shortly after and I just went to loads of Nuggets, <laughs> Nuggets games. I love going to Nuggets games. I've been, like, I had, had like a season ticket with my friend and we went all the time. <laughs> I was like, okay, so you went all the time. Then, then you had to <laughs> have seen the great, the great Nikola Jokic, the two-time MVP of the league. Who? <laughs> then she went like, I'm not like you. I'm not like a nerd, nerd. I don't know the players' names. Ah! Did did she understand when you described like the really tall, skilled white no! dude? <laughs> I said, you have to have noticed the seven foot one weird looking white dude is just killing everyone every game. Uh, not really. Well, to be fair, didn't Duncan retire in 2016? Yeah, then she probably caught the tail end of him. That's what I said to I her. Mean, oh, okay, maybe if she like moved early 2016, then. Okay, she she might have gotten that. Uh, she she might have gotten that. She might have gotten away on the technicality there. But, yeah, uh, but but the Jokic, yeah, that's a big fat L. Yeah, but still, still, if you go to loads of Spurs games, like I would, I would almost bank on you knowing who he is. But like the the go being a season ticket holder at Nuggets games and don't know who Jokic is, that is just beyond anything. No, but I I went to uh, just to put it in a Norwegian context. I went to a Volringa game recently. Yeah. And apparently the kids don't know who Morten Bade is. Yeah. So, you know. Did he retire 15 years ago? No. At least 10. Six years ago, maybe. No, come on. Someone needs to find the fact there. We're not going to check it, but. (laughs) He has to be close to 50, like 47, 8. Yeah, but he played pretty. Okay, no, we have to find maybe like yeah. eight years. We ago. could Google this right now, but we're not gonna we're do not it. Gonna so do no, that, obviously. Th- obviously, not gonna do that. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I think that's typically American. Like, oh, I'm such a big fan. It's also people who are such big chess fans, and then yeah. they know very little. Which is, for which example, is okay. JJ Reddick. Which is okay. <laughs> Sorry, JJ. <laughs> no, we actually really like JJ. Uh, I, I, I'm not holding this against him because. I think that's just the way they are. Like, it's so overstated. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, we're not here to kill Americans, though, uh, any more than than this. We've enjoyed our stay. I'm so happy that I didn't stay after halftime. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I would have been, of course, even happier if you had Uh, gone through with with the whole thing. At some point, it must have... um, they, They must have caught it. But yeah, who knows? Like I, I saw this documentary no, the it, other it day. Could, it could have gone on. I, I, yeah. I think I could have sat through it. 
You know, I saw this documentary. The I talked about the yeah, documentary I saw yeah. on ESPN the other day, The Great Imposter yeah. of the late 70s and start of 80s. Like, you could have been the new one. This could have kickstarted yeah, your career. But, yeah, but you told me about that documentary the day after this yeah, I know, happened. I know, ah, it's I know. so bad. I, if I'd have had that inspiration, I would have definitely gone for it. Uh, we, we have to do one more thing before we wrap the Vegas part of this off uh, up. It's the... Okay, so we have stayed at the win, right? Yeah. We'll just do a short review on the win. So, good things, bad things. I mean, a lot of good things. Yep. It feels cleaner, a bit yeah. newer, a bit nicer. In Qu- quite spacious. Spacious. Yeah. Rooms that, are nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the club was, was okay. Yeah. Uh, Shaq was there, which was great. pretty, pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Um, few things that are not that great. Um, okay, so about five NBA teams, uh, res- or the summer league teams, uh, are are at the hotel, right? Yeah, I mean, no more. I think because there were a few both at Encore and at Win. Yeah, and the showers are at like five foot eleven. Yeah, which is really it, like, it, like it's annoying for us. You're you're five eleven or six foot. You're six foot. Yeah, you're six foot. I'm six foot one. Like it's it's annoying. But how about the seven foot guys? How are they? Like, and it's not like they're hung up under the roof. You've got a full meter on top of them that you you could. Uh, it's it's crazy. It's like it must be really annoying for them to get in the shower at the five star hotel. Anyway, keep going. Oh yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say. Um, just yesterday, um, I saw a couple of like six foot ten, uh, seven foot guys. I think one of them was Mark Williams. Didn't recognize the other one. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, there were some American tourists like taking pictures with with them. They yeah. had no idea who they were. They were like. <laughs> Just like oh, tall you're basketball so, players. You're so you're so tall. Yeah. Like, how do you, Are you how famous? do you not like how do you not bang your head into the wall every time? And like, oh, they probably never heard that before. No. That's nice. Well, they probably never heard that they're tall before since yeah. they're seven foot. Um anyway, yeah. So things that weren't that great. Well, first of all, um food. There is no, the food, the quality of the food is good. But there is nowhere to get food. Yeah, that's that's the main problem. It's really really hard to get food. Uh, f- uh, like there, ro- room service takes forever. Yeah, it's impossible to get food under an hour. Like in under yeah. an hour, it's impossible. And everywhere else is just overbooked, long, long lines. I mean, I, I mean, I was walking around the valleys. Yeah. Um, or ballets, maybe it's just called. Um, in in one of the breaks of the um, the World Series, I was shocked to see there were so many restaurants. Yeah, I was thinking like they can't possibly all be profitable, but like uh, my friend, he just said, "No, I mean this is America. As soon as something is losing money, they just just shut it down." Yeah. Everything's pro- profitable. And w- when I was looking in the restaurants, yeah, every one of them was full. Yeah. Like, And there were restaurants on every corner. I, I mean, it was just shocking. And when? And win and More en- spacious? Win, win, win and Encore, two massive hotels. 
five restaurants. Yeah. Six maybe. Yeah. It's uh, crazy. And they were constantly all full. As as you said, quality, excellent. Uh, but that was availability of breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> like crazy bad. <clears throat> but there is one thing. Uh one last thing we need to close off this uh this Vegas part with. And it's 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 the lost cards. The hotel keys. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh so I'm a chess player. <laughs> um chess players lose stuff. <laughs> or yeah, a lot of chess players lose stuff. I do. Like every time that I'm staying at a hotel, I'm gonna lose either lose a key or just leave it in the room. At least once. Uh so it happened to me once this time. I stood in a little bit of a line at the reception. And it was okay. Uh there was a long line, but I thought it was like there was one line for people who were checking in and one line for people who just wanted other services. And it was okay. It took a little bit of time, more than I would have liked. Yeah, so it took a little bit of time, which is annoying, mildly annoying, but it was okay. Um, the, I mean, I think people ahead of me in line, they had genuine worries that they needed to take care of. So the next time I lose my key I mean the same thing happens again like immediately when I leave the room I realized ah I haven't got my room key okay so I go down I stand in the same line um there's one family father and two girls in, in front of me and they're taking forever and I realize they're checking in uh which is uh, a little bit weird but but okay um Anyway, it takes forever. I'm sure there were legitimate worries, but there was so much back and forth. This takes 20 minutes. Anyway, I get to... um, I get to the front of the line, and I ask the guy, so I have... Sorry, I lost my key. It's possible to get a new one. And he says I have to get him back of the line, which is, I think, not ideal. <laughs> First of all, in the sense that there should be like a separate line for people who are not checking in, but want services that take from 10 seconds till, till a minute. But, I mean, he did notice that I was standing in line for 20 minutes, so... It would have been a nice courtesy to tell me then. But then he said, like, I thought you were with the others. And um, I'm thinking and then saying, oh, that's a bit weird. Um, first of all, we don't look particularly alike, so it's unlikely that we'd be a family. Secondly, I got there a lot later. Also, I didn't talk to them at all. You don't uh, have any luggage. I don't have any luggage. <clears throat> it all seems a bit... Yeah. It all, all seems a bit weird. Um, so, I'm not particularly inclined at this point to go back in line. 
Um, and I ask him, like, I understand that. I, I, I'll go back in line the next time, but seriously, this is going to take 10 seconds. Uh, it's like, no, you have to go back in line. <laughs> and then another guy who's gone, who's gotten in line behind me, um, he gets to the, um, he, he goes to the counter and asks for some toothpaste. And he's like about to go like, sure, uh, I can I can get you that. And at this point... That's just a joke though. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I pull a massive dick move. <laughs> and I, I said, look, this guy clearly has to, to get in the back of the line. If I have to get in the back of the line, I understand that his request is even smaller than mine. But still, he has to, he has to get back as well. Um, and so he, he's like, yeah, okay, you have to get back. And then I just stood there for a little bit. And I think he was feeling also a, a bit embarrassed by the whole situation. Well, I, I wasn't feeling embarrassed. I was just... You just pissed off I was just yeah. feeling a bit, you know, I was feeling pretty under the weather at that point. Mm. I was pissed. Uh, I was dehydrated. Uh, and... I was just probably hungry because there's no hungry to eat. as well. I was I wasn't going anywhere <laughs> at that point. So at some point he was yeah he just felt embarrassed and uh, he just decided to say fuck it, give me a key. Uh, fortunately, I had my idea, so it it took literally took ten seconds. Anyway, the next day, which was yesterday, um. I leave my room in the evening. Wouldn't you know? You pat your. You, I can see you patting your pockets, and you go, yeah. "Fuck, did it again." Yeah, like okay, I got. Yeah, I'm always checking passport, passport, um, phone, cash, key. Oh no, no key. Uh, and I have like four pockets, so it's it's easy to check. So I go to the reception. <laughs> Good news. No line. Two, pe- two people in line. It's very easy. So I immediately go, get to the front. Yeah, you can go in the proper way. Bad news. It's the same guy <laughs> at the reception. Um, anyway... I sort of sheepishly go up, like, wouldn't you know it? Lost my key again. I'm really, really sorry. <laughs> to be fair, I said that I was really sorry a couple of times. He he didn't look me in the eye once, gave me my key. And uh, that was the end of the story. Do you want to know? No, it isn't the end of the story. And how you didn't discover this even today baffles me beyond anything. So both times you were going to get your key, you had your passport, right? Yeah. Yeah. You see those machines on the left? <laughs> what? By checking, you can just press missed key, put your passport in, and get a new key out from the machine. <laughs> okay, so to be fair... He could have said that, though. To be fair, he yeah, one, he could have said that. And the first time, the, the ones before me in line, they specifically asked why the machine did not work. 
oh, the machines didn't work the first time. Yeah, okay. but they did work the second time, and they did work today at checkout, which was a nice surprise. Yeah. I loved, okay, <clears throat> took a little bit of, 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 uh, of the sting out of it for me, but when I checked out on those machines today and I saw they had lost card there, I was laughing so hard, like it was, <laughs> it was embarrassing how hard I laughed at it. <clears throat> okay, anyway, that was Vegas. Yeah, that was Vegas. Ups, ups and downs, a little bad. bit too long. Uh, wish I hadn't gotten sick. Probably will affect me. Nah, it's okay. The Magnus Effect with Magnus Carlson and Magnus Barstead. Brought to you by Unibet. Okay, welcome back. So we are going to get into one of the segments that we're going to try to have every time. Uh, one of the things that I bring to the table in this pod is that I have been a professional sports better now for about 10 years. And uh, uh, together with Unibet that we uh, were both uh, cooperating with. Uh, we are going to try to give you some good bets that you can follow or not follow, whatever you like. Um, and we're going to start it off with uh, with the season bet. And it's uh, our fellow Norwegian who's gone to Man City for uh, a major transfer. Huge star. We're, we're proud of Erling Brothålen, right? Yeah. which we would say. Yeah. yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, we're proud of the lad. He's he's really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's gone to City. Uh, major, uh, major move. Uh, he's expected to be the top goal scorer in the Prem. He's uh, leading the odds. He's four four times the. So if you hear this podcast and you're English or uh, American or whatever, we're gonna we are gonna do the. European style odds. They are by far the easiest odds to calculate. Uh, so we're going to do the 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 numbers. Uh, you have to, if you have to get your calculator out to to understand it, be my guest. Uh, <clears throat> but anyway, he's the he's the leading favorite to be the top goal scorer in the Prem now at four times the money before Salah. Any thoughts on that? I can see uh I can see that um I think the two of them are clearly the two hottest can- candidates to be um to be the top scorer um I think Son although he is um probably the greatest finisher in football apart from Messi mm. uh, had an unsustainably hot season last year and is probably going to regress uh, a bit the wild card is Kane Kane is definitely the wild card yeah um other candidates um we can talk about Nunez if you want uh I I said before that I believed he was going to be a bust that was before he went to Liverpool um which hasn't changed my mind, but it's made me a little bit less confident in that particular take. Um, because they usually don't miss on these big transfers. No. Big, big transfers. No, they don't. Like, they, they, some, I mean, generally they've hit most of the transfers recently, but especially the big ones, they haven't. Really, um, really missed uh, at all. Um, my thing was that 
to me, it seemed like he couldn't do too much except except scoring, and that he would be uh, a liability uh, in the link-up play, and that he was also running unsustainably hot uh, in the one really, really good season he had last year. Um, but now that... Anyway, I'm derailing the conversation. He's yeah. not going to be close to the top scorer in the in the. No, practice. I don't think he's going to be the top scorer. Because uh, there's one important... I mean, if he scores 17 goals, that's very, very good. Yeah, his line is 14 and a half. Yeah. Uh, which I would say him scoring between 12 and 17 goals just sounds bang on. Just yeah, bang on. I, I agree. Um, before he went to <clears throat> Liverpool, uh, I was telling people that if his line is if he goes to let's say Arsenal I would bet on him scoring uh I would bet the under on 12 and a half mm. uh at Liverpool obviously I wouldn't uh but yeah 14 and a half yeah it's probably back on unfortunately but we're getting back to we're to ge- to Erling right yeah uh so hold on his line is and I've like as soon as he signed, you could see all the big accounts on Twitter and all the small accounts for that matter. People just going crazy. He's going to score 40 goals. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And I think that I think he's so good that he can score 40 goals for City. Like, no doubt. I think he can score 45 even. But there's a couple of things like to, that I like to check off when I do, the, do these bets. And okay, so there is a massive hype on him scoring a lot of goals, which should mean the line is a couple of ticks higher than what it should be because people want to bet the high line on him, right? Then, secondly, you have to look at how old is he, how sustainable is he, and his fitness. And he just turned 22 a couple of weeks ago, I think. Uh, He has been quite injury-prone, and that's been for playing for the Norwegian national team and for Dortmund. And now he's going to play in an even tougher league and he's going to play a lot more games. Like, they, they have a lot more games. So the question... I they... don't think he's going to play a lot no. more. I mean, I have a hard time seeing him play three games a week, basically, yes. ever. That, that, and that was my whole point there. Because they have a lot more games, but is he going to play a lot more games? That is the question where I think where most people miss the mark on stuff like this. Uh, he played... Uh, 20 uh, no he uh, he scored 22 and 27 in uh, the two first seasons at Dortmund and he played 2000 and 2400 minutes I I would not be shocked if he doesn't play a lot more than 2000 minutes for City in the Prem next year no. oh. and and as you've seen before like Aguero has scored 20 plus goals on 2000 minutes before. Yeah. Um don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure. Like he he's never been a high minutes guy. Like he oh. he's always missed. He's always missed games. But is he's going he's is he really going to score 25 goals in his first season? Like he's a young player, he's a physical beast, but they're going to be playing at all fronts very very likely. They're playing in both domestic cups, they're playing well into the Champions League. He's going to be playing for the national team. And he's going to be playing in the Prem. Yeah. He's a young player. I think if he's ever going to get to the, say, the 40 goal mark in the Prem or the 35 goal mark, I think it, it's in 
two or three years when he has when his body is better worked in when he's done growing done learning the league done uh like settling into the player he's gonna be because physically and like uh you know just being a top 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 tier professional doesn't come that easily when you're 22 years old and i think he for his potential it's crazy because i don't think he's even touching the top of his potential but that's my point like i think he's a couple of years off being the absolute model pro no i i agree um and i think he could be the best goal scorer the premier league has ever seen yep i agree um there's i would say uh since Alan Shearer, there hasn't been. Nah, there, the, there's been flashes, but I agree. No, like, but there hasn't been single great goal scorer. In, it, it, in, has to, in, in, it has in, to be Aguero. Yeah, Aguero is the closest, but just like a, he a, never out and out goal scorer. No, not. No, I mean, there's nobody on the level of no, no, not of even close. Madrid. I mean, there's or Madrid, Ronaldo, or Barcelona, Messi, or any of. Nope. Or Bayern Lewandowski or not or like a like. guy who's who can touch forty goals. There hasn't yeah. been like Salah got to thirty. Even even people like even even Iguain Napoli <laughs> hasn't happened. You know, <laughs> I mean, okay, <clears throat> that that was one season, but you yeah, know. yeah, I agree, I agree. So if we look at the last S- yeah. four seasons in the Prem, the top goal scorer has had 23, 22, 23, 22. Five seasons ago, Salah scored thirty two. Yeah. Right. But it's been under four seasons in a row, and we have been we we've been talking a little bit Aguero, and I I was deep diving a little bit more into that, and I think that is a great place to start looking because right now uh, they've been you know it's been Jesus, it's been Sterling, and it's been whatever up front there, right? And they've been for two two and a half seasons now just interchanging who play up front. Yeah, and, and it we, works. It works great. By it, the way. it it works great, but. It all, it's also left people thinking, oh, City has never had a number nine. Well, they've had a pretty clear number nine for about eight and a half, nine seasons. So Aguero for City, <clears throat> he's played 31, 22, 20, 30, 29, 25, 22, 31, 18. And that starts. All of that starts. Yeah. He's on those seasons scored 23, 12, 17, 26, 24. 20, 21, 21, 16. So in all that time, he went over the line once. Yeah. I agree. Aguero's not Erling Bertolan. <laughs> Aguero might even be a little bit better finisher, actually. Like, the average of that career might just be a little bit better. But anyway, I think they had a world-class striker. They get a new world-class striker in. I think it's pretty... I th- I think you can draw some parallels between yeah. those two, and yeah. Also, in, in terms of games, like I, I think in certain games, it's just not going to make sense to start Holland, even if he's uh, no, no, even if he's fit. No, I agree. Uh, so uh, I think especially if he has, if if he has these little periods where he's not doing enough for the team, like you you know how Pep is. Yeah, like yeah. you play one. Or two bad games, and Pep's just gonna like bench you for for, for yeah, then, a few. Then he benches you for a game, brings you in at the end of the next one, starts you in the Champions League after that. Yeah. Or like, like he's gonna get loads of playing time. But I'm looking at the 24 and a half goal line, and I like everything in me screaming under. I would have put the line at 19 and a half. I think. Uh, no, I agree. We we talked about we talked about this 
few months ago. Uh, yeah. We were pretty aligned coming up with this independently. We were thinking that the line was probably going to be 22 and a half. Yeah. And we were still on a pretty hard under. Yeah. So this is, yeah, this is... Uh, it's two goals over what we thought. Yeah, this I, is a massive under. Yeah, it's a, it's a massive Obviously, under. Obviously, we hope he's going to be... <laughs> yeah, it's a hedge. No, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I hope he's going to be amazing. But everything screams under here. Yeah. And I think like, oh, so you don't think it's going to be a success? No, say if he scores 20 in the Prem. He scores 10 in the Champions League and 6 in the domestic cups. He's not going to score six in the domestic cups. You he's don't gonna, think so? He's not going to play a bunch in the domestic. I mean, if he plays a bunch in the domestic cups, just means he's uh, not. Yeah, he's he going to play the last. Kind of cares about the semis and the finals, and the, they usually put a good team up for those. Yeah, they do. Uh, but semis and finals, yeah, any, th- those any, those are not a lot good. Yeah. He's okay. Whatever. This is whatever. a side hard sidetrack. But yeah. let's say he scores thirty ish goals 22 years old first season I think that is pretty accurate total line for him because I don't think he's going to play more than the average of Aguero games if you if you tell me that he's starting yeah. 34 games in the Prem I would never bet the under but I'm quite certain he like he's had loads of small injuries the last two years like loads of them uh, he's quite explosive so he keeps getting those explosive type injuries my guess would be he starts twenty somewhere between twenty two and twenty seven games. Uh, another way you could look at it is, um, apart from last season, Jesus. Um, where I mean, City didn't have a striker last season, so it was kind of um, uh, it was kind of an kind of an outlier. Um, City striker usually gets. About one expected goal per 90 minutes. Yeah. So you can expect Holland to be around that number. Uh, and you can expect him to finish his chances at about yeah, that fair level. Yeah, agree. Uh, about that clip. Uh, and then when you calculate the minutes, you can get the um the uh yeah, yeah the the the, uh, the goals he's gonna score, and we would say um yeah, it's gonna go. At... I don't think he's playing a full ninety a lot. I th- I, no, I, no, that's that's I, the I, thing. I would, I would guess him eight, like nineteen hundred minutes, maybe. Yeah, that maybe would be something guess. like yeah. this, yeah. and that's not gonna give you twenty five goals. No, it isn't. Uh, there's one wild card there. It, like, will he take the pens? I don't think so, but he might take a couple. Like, I don't. See... I mean, Morris has pretty much nailed down pens. Yeah, at but this he point. he plays but half he, the time. He does. Yeah, he, that's that's, a, that's what I'm saying. He might take a pen or two. Yeah, not enough to convince me that. No, no. City doesn't go to. They don't get that many pens either. They should get a lot. They should get a lot more. <laughs> but that's that's another. We are going to be talking loads more bets and loads more uh, football. And just once and for all, when we say football, we mean the type where you kick the ball um, all the time, not some of the time. <laughs> yeah, kick the ball all the time, unless you're the goalkeeper. Uh, yeah, that's it for this one, and we'll catch you after a short break. The Magnus Effect is brought to you by Unibet. By players, for players. So I'm sure a lot of people have been wondering about the World Championship recently. As many know, I was in Madrid for the conclusion of the um, the candidates tournament. Um, after the conclusion, uh, I did agree to meet with... Um, um, 
with uh, Dvorkovic and uh, Sutovsky from from FIDE to um, to talk a little bit. Uh, I did not have any demands or suggestions for that meeting. Um, they did have a couple of suggestions, um, but the gist of it was that I was there to tell them that um, I would not defend my title in um, in the next World Championship match. Um, and we had a small discussion. They had some suggestions. Uh, some of them I liked, some of them I did, uh, did not. But ultimately, um, the conclusion stands. Um, one that I'm pretty comfortable with, um, one that I thought a lot about um, for a long time now, I would say more more than a year, probably a year and a half almost since long before the last match. Um, and I've spoken to to people in 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 my team. I've spoken to Fida. Uh, I spoke to um, to Jan as well. Uh, and the conclusion is, yeah, it's very simple that I am not motivated to play uh, another another match. I I feel that. Um, Yeah, I simply I simply feel that I don't have uh, a lot to gain. I don't particularly um, I don't particularly like it. And um, although um, uh, although I'm sure a match would be would be uh, interesting for historical reasons and 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 all of that, I don't have any inclinations to play and I will and I will simply not play the match uh, it's been obviously um, an interesting ride since um, the moment I decided to to play the candidates in 2013 uh, which was to be honest on kind of a whim um, I just at some point decided that I'm going to give the candidates a try. Um, could be interesting. Um, and uh, ever since the World Championship title has obviously has obviously given me uh, given me a, a lot. It's it's opened it's opened a lot of lot of doors, uh, and and I'm happy about that. But the matches themselves have been at times interesting, at times a little bit of fun. Um, the most fun match probably was the one in, in 2018. Um, at least that was the most most interesting one and probably also for me had the least stressful moments because it was the closest one and it was one that I felt that um, 
obviously losing would have been would have been very bad, but it wouldn't have been like the disaster that I considered losing any of the of the other other matches. Um, but overall, um, I feel like it's um, it's my time to to go from the World Championship matches. I don't rule out return in in the future, but I wouldn't wouldn't particularly uh, count on it either. Um, just so there is no um, ambiguity here. Uh, I'm not retiring from chess. I'm still going to be an active player. Uh, I'm leaving later today to go to Croatia to play the Grand Chess Tour. From there on, I'm going to go to to Chennai to play the Olympiad, which is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Norwegian team are seated as number four there. Um, then to to Miami to play one of the the real highlights of the year. I feel the uh, FTX uh, Crypto Cup, uh, which is, co- is going to be awesome. And then right there, um, right after that, the um, the next event after that in in the Grand Chess Tour, uh, the Sinkville Cup. So, yeah, I got a lot of chess coming up. Uh, I enjoy playing tournaments a lot obviously i joined them a lot more than i enjoyed the um the world championship and frankly i don't see myself stopping as a chess player anytime time soon um i hope to um be able to to edge closer to one of my other big goals which is to to make 2900 rating it's going to be tough, obviously, um, but at the very least, I've managed to keep my rating <laughs> this year, which, you know, is at least it is something. It means that the goal is not further than it than it was um, earlier. Although it's 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 it, it's tough, but we'll we'll see. I'll just try and. Do the right things, uh, trust the process, and um, enjoy. And um, frankly, I'm excited to get back to where I was back in 2011, 20, 2012, start of 2013, um, where I was all set on trying to improve, trying to be better, do the right things play the tournaments, be the best in the world and not care about the world championship. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> in terms of the world championship, just uh, do you feel like you have achieved everything you set out to when you, when you started that journey now and nine years ago almost? Well, it's more than nine years ago since, um, since the, since the candidates, um, it's hard to say. I don't think I had any other goals than to win it once. Then uh, I thought um, I'll, you know, I'll uh, I'll try and keep it as long as I'm motivated. Mm. That's fine. To be honest, twenty sixteen, I was not very motivated. 
I feel like I mostly played that match because other people sort of relied on it, expected me to, which is was was fine. It was not their fault at all. It was all on me for feeling that um, response responsibility. I did have um, an Instagram post uh, after the match in. 2014, which was two down, five to go. I can reveal now that that was just to mess with people. I never had a call of <laughs> winning seven championships. I mean, I understand the whole thing about legacy and all of that, but to be honest, the last match, four championships or five championships, I understand for people who haven't been in that situations situation it sounds weird and i understand that i'm very very privileged to to have been there when a lot of people they spend their life trying to do the same thing but four championships to five it didn't mean anything to me nope. that it was it was nothing i was satisfied with the job that i'd mm-hmm. done I was happy not to have lost the match, but that was it. Yeah. The Magnus Effect is brought to you by Unibet. By players, for players. And with that, welcome back to the last uh, segment of the podcast. We're going to crank it up a little bit. This is something that we've been wanting to do for a long time. Uh, me and Magnus both are we we like waging about stuff like we we like having these small competitions and and uh, we like having some skin in the game is that fair to say yeah that's that's fair to say and i feel like the bets that we have had before painful as they may have been um they haven't you know they haven't heard enough so it's time to crank it up a notch it's time yeah. uh so uh, this is going to be the last segment of every podcast we do. It's called The Wager. Uh, it's called The Wager for a reason. This is going to last for a whole year. Like We're going to be competing against each other for a whole year. Every end of the podcast, we're going to do three different bets. So it's gonna, it could be bets on next week's uh, football games. It could be bets on chess, even though that might be a little bit... Eh, eh. A little bit much of an edge for Magnus, but... Uh, it could be basketball, it could be anything, right? So uh, it has to be bets with two alternatives. It's win-lose or mm. over-under or whatever. And both me and Magnus, we stand completely free to take whatever side we want. So we can take the same side on all three bets one week, even though that's boring. Yeah. But we're going to do this for a whole year. Uh, and we're going to calculate the points at the end of the Premier League season next year. And this is when it gets juicy, because both me and Magnus are massive meat lovers, without that uh, sounding too weird. Uh, I I barely have a vegetarian meal in my diet. I, sh- I know I should, but I don't. And I know it's often the same for you. Yeah, I can certainly do without, but um, I'd rather not. Yeah. Only two days ago, we were feasting out at a Brazilian steakhouse, our favorite place to eat. Uh, it got messy as it always does, uh, but it um, there's gonna be an end to that. Okay, so what we're raging for on this year's wager? 
uh, is the loser has to cut out meat completely and go vegetarian for six months. Yes. And if we... So, just so you understand, so if we always bet on the same thing every week mm. and we end up with the same score, then we both have to be vegetarian. <laughs> For see, okay, so if it's a draw, we it, both have to be yeah. vegetarian. It, uh, it's it's close to impossible that it's a draw, so I'll take that. Uh, I, I, I could have, I, I could do a 10 minute long uh Part here about how much I love different. Oh, I love chicken. I love I love fish. I really, really, really love lamb, and I love to spoil myself with some Kobe beef. Jesus Christ! I don't want to lose this bet. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh yeah. I really, really don't want to lose this bet. Uh, without further ado, let's do today's three over unders. Let's write them down, and we'll keep going next time. Uh, so what we're doing this time is season bets. They're going to be worth double to have a little bit extra in the pot, right? Yeah. Uh, normal weeks, the the bets are worth, uh, the wagers are worth one. Uh, now they're worth two points uh, and we'll know the answer when the Premier League season is done. Okay. These are three random ones. You pick, I pick, you pick first. Okay. Okay. Uh, Arsenal over or under 64 and a half points. Ooh, That's... like all of these bets are the actual lines. It's not something yeah. I made up. These are the lines from the Unibet site. That's a tough one. So they got a bit better. Other teams got better as well. Uh, this is really, really tough. Mm. You know what? Sinchenko I... and Jesus I... in. I, I I believe in Arteta ball. I'm going over. <sighs> okay, this is also one of the worst ones I could like ever imagine because I like their team. I really like the way they play sometimes, but I also do believe that Arsenal is just kind of cursed. <laughs> uh, I, I don't particularly rate Jesus or Zinchenko. They're both all right, but I really like Saka. I like, really like Odegaard. Yeah. I like Martinelli a lot. But the thing is, the the young team that somewhat overachieved the last season, they yeah. sometimes regress a bit. Yeah, I'm gonna get I haven't checked though, but I'm gonna get that guess that United's line is about the same. Chelsea, Tottenham, Liverpool, and City are gonna be over. There is a lot of points that won't need to go around. Both Liverpool and City are probably going to be high 80s, 90s again. <sighs> okay, I'm, I'm, uh, cop out. I'm going over as well. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was bullish on the over, but I almost talked myself into the under. No, but the thing is, it's very, very hard to imagine them straying too far from this line also. No, I think because they have a good team, they're not going to go, they're not going to get 55 points. No, that, I, that's not happening. It's six, 70. Six, 62 to 70? Yeah, I mean, 70, a lot has to go right for them to make 70. Yeah. Oh, it's hard. It's a it's a very good line. Yeah, it's a very good line. I would I, I would not recommend this bet. No. I, could, I could say that. Okay, so the next one is uh, Raheem Sterling over or under thirteen and a half goals for Chelsea. 
Oh yeah, that's right. I'm first. Yeah. <laughs> I was ta- I was looking Magnus dead in the eye, trying to get a read there. Um, I am I'm definitely going under 13 and a half goals for Sterling. Yep. Oh, that's a, that's a tough one. I really wonder how Chelsea are going to look offensively. I mean, they don't have... The problem is they might play him up front. Yeah, they do. They don't have that. You know what? I'm going over. Okay. I just have a feeling. I say definitely. It's not definitely, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the, the, the juice is, is already in the st- ball. Is he a stealth top scorer candidate? No, he no. is not. <laughs> like, if you tell me he scored 18 goals, I would be shocked. I think he's going to play a lot, though, for Chelsea. Yeah, he's so bad at finishing. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Yep, there's a difference between the over and under. Them. No, he's not. He's he's an average finisher. He just he just shoots in a weird way, which makes people... And he, and he, miss- he, he misses. He, he has awful misses, and his technique is weird. Okay. That's the point. That's why people think he's, he's an average finisher. No, I got a question for you about the XG. Yeah. When he misses the ball, which he does quite often in plain air from about two yards. He catches a little bit of it. Yeah. But does that count as XG when he actually just hits the air? I don't think it does. When he doesn't hit the ball? No, but that doesn't happen that often. I don't think that's statistically significant. Can can someone who really knows XG find that out first? No, but he was... No, but he... I mean... Shot-based XG is not part of for sure. But like if he if he fluffs the shot, like if he just shanks it, then it's then it's a shot for sure. Yeah, yeah. But he very if, often if, like he, if he, he misses it misses his shooting foot and hits his standing foot. That happens. Yeah, that, I don't think that's a shot. Okay, yeah. Interesting. Uh, uh, mm, I, I would still say it's an average finisher. I, I'm I mean, I believe in I, Okay, I'm all aboard the Sterling train now. <laughs> Someone's I'm, just, gonna, I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him in my fantasy yeah, team. Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, so, how is your fantasy team looking right now? Fuck off! <laughs> it's, By the way, none of us have made teams. No, we guys. No, it's too early. Yeah, it's, it's too early. It's too early. You you need to have the self respect to at least pretend that you have a life in yeah. July, and don't start your fantasy team as soon as it comes out. No, I I I very much. Very much agree. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, last one. Uh, last one of the pod is Everton. Over or under 44 and a half points. Yeah, you see, I didn't just go with the big hitters. No, this these are... Uh, Give the toughies a little shout. These are interesting, very interesting lines. Uh, so under means that they're probably going to be in the relegation battle or one just, of those just above it or one of those what for teams that get to 40 points and then just coasts which to be fair I think Everton did a few seasons ago like they got to like 43 and then they didn't get any yeah. more points um, so what what do they have they got they lost Richarlison who was their I, best I, I also, player I also want to say to people right now just so they know that we we're doing a, a a dark version of this, so there's no internet, no googling. You all he does now, all you do now, you have to do off the top of your brain. Yeah, yeah, you're obviously. not allowed to research obviously. this shit. Obviously, yeah. 
obviously you have researched the shit before you gave me the bet, so that's a little bit unfair. No. I, 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 I will promise that I haven't, and I will also, uh, I will also say that uh, okay, I followed the premiere last year, so <laughs> we we follow it quite quite closely. But uh, we will also get um, we will also get a third guy to choose out the bets for us okay. going sure. forward. Sure, yeah, that's nice to make it uh, even f- more fair. Um, anyway, so they lost Richardson, who was their best player. Uh, they got Tarkovsky. Winks. And Winks. Huh. Uh, I'm not sure I love the team. No, I'm going under. Yeah, boring as shit. I'm definitely going under as well. Injury prone, uh, Calvert Lewin. Um, I have yeah. very little faith in Frank Lampard as a manager. I think they need to go down to make something of this team. I like Anthony Gordon, but that's about it. I'm fine with Anthony Gordon. Yeah. Okay, so the big difference right now is the Sterling bet. Okay, we'll keep uh, doing that. We'll we will keep coming with this. Uh, podcast this is it for the magnus effect thank you for listening thank you the magnus effect is brought to you by unibet by players for players